0: good morning good afternoon or good evening depending on when you are tuning in my name is jonathan torres herrera and you are watching or listening to the jth show today let's talk about something that i'm somewhat passionate about now i'm lying i'm very passionate about and that is who is failing teachers or the school system but first roll the intro all right thank you for coming back and watching one of our shows or if you're new here we do these shows now daily where we talk about current events headlines that are out there in the world and that we feel we should have a discussion with you um, also you can catch this episode and any episode on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast or Radio Public. In addition, you can check out the link tree below on YouTube to see uh, essentially links to everywhere that our show is hosted on the internet. You know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere until it gets banned again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that said, uh, let's jump into the stories for today that uh, Josh here has put together for us and I feel very, very passionate about. Josh, take it away.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you're going to get fired up for these ones because the first headline I got here was from The Guardian and the headline was price gouging from COVID student ebooks costing up to 500% more than in print. <laughs> wow i mean I, I i don't i personally i haven't had any experience with e uh, ebooks or anything like that i'm more of a i'm more of a paper kind of guy analog books if you like but uh yeah let's uh, let's have a little bit of a look of what they said here so they go on to say that librarians at uk universities say students reading lists for the term are being torn up because of publishers quote eye-watering increases to ebook prices and some students are now reading what is available or affordable, rather than what their tutors think is best for their course. Wow! So it seems that uh, I mean students not only have any money, but they can't get any 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 of any of the tools that they need to be able to learn. It's insane. But anyway, it's insane. Yeah. It,
0: it's infuriating. So some of you guys. Hopefully, we'll catch an interview that I did um, this week with a teacher. Um, so, well, at this point, uh, an, uh, an ex-teacher that was forced essentially to quit because of of the pressures, the, the, the injustice that exists in the school system. Now, this story in particular, right, uh, we're talking about here is from the UK. But the teacher that I spoke to here in the U.S., uh, specifically here in Texas... Is somebody that has been teaching for eleven years. Uh, based on my conversations with her, uh, a, a great person, you know, probably even better teacher, and felt like there was no way out because of the issues that come from above. Now, I said at the beginning of the show that I'm very passionate about these these problems because for a long time now, and by the way. Full disclosure, I do have a bias in favor of teachers. Why? Uh, yes, because uh, some of you guys might know that my, my wife uh, was an educator. And to a certain extent, it's, it still is because we homeschool all of our teachers. Uh, side note, shout out to my children, uh, all of them made honor roll this week. Um, so yeah, my proud, proud Papa here. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. Um, but anyways, back to the story here, I feel you know passionate about topics around education because uh, personally speaking, I feel like I didn't get, you know, the best uh, dealt hand when it came to my education growing up. Right. I felt like uh, I don't want I'm not going to sit here and say the teachers failed me, you know, uh, but I do feel now as an adult looking back that the education system failed me. Right. Yes. The education system is ran by teachers and people. Ultimately, however, there are a lot of. Uh, uh, old fashioned, antiquated, um, just, you know, tired out period practices that happen in schools. And one of them right now, for instance, right, is not really evaluating, uh, as in the UK here with the article, how much should an ebook cost? I mean, we're in an age of technology, ladies and gentlemen, we're not in an age anymore where we're writing, uh, with stones, on, on, you know, brick walls or whatever, stone walls, rather we're in an age of technology where a lot of these books, right? Um, if yes, if you know where to find they're free, but for a lot of the people that don't, and that's a lot of people, how is it that right now we're going to charge a student who's trying to better themselves over 500% more So that they can finish their education so that they can go on, by the way, and hopefully be better productive members of society, which ultimately, um, depending on where you are, we're going to benefit from, right? If tomorrow there are more doctors available or teachers in this case, uh, which, by the way, also side note, there is not. And that should be extremely concerning to everybody listening to this. There are not more teachers. There is not Uh, a, an increase of, of, uh, inspiration out there or even, uh, want to be a teacher. So that's concerning. Okay. But anyways, if we do get to the point where there are more professionals out there, right? It is to all of our benefits to a great extent, right? We have heard countless people, including myself that will, you know, talk a lot of smack because God, you know, there's a lot of dumb people out there. Aren't they? Um, and while, you know, that might be exaggerated most of the time, it is very true as well. And, you know, again, my point is we benefit from people wanting to go to school, wanting to get an education. But when you have a situation where you have books, e-books, I repeat, ebooks over 500% more expensive than a paperback, that is outrageous. It's outrageous. What else did the, uh, the article say?
1: Yeah, well, moving on, I mean... I think the whole point of this is, that COVID is actually accelerating the reason why the price has actually gone up because with thousands of well this the article actually says with thousands of students studying in their bedrooms at home because of the pandemic proving access to textbooks and research books online has become crucial it's not it's not like we can just go down to the library check something out and it's just as easy as that sure there are still some libraries that are open but It's not safe. It's not 100% safe for for anyone to be going out, whether it's a student, whether it's a teacher, whether it's anybody, because you could be having contact with people who are more vulnerable to the virus. Anyway, moving on, uh, librarians say academic publishers are actually failing to offer electronic versions of many books seen as critical to degree courses during the pandemic. And they say universities frequently cannot afford To buy the ebooks available for which they can be charged more than five times as much as the printed version, often running into hundreds of pounds. So that would be, you know, you know, still hundreds of dollars as well, you know, and yes, sometimes for one. Yeah, exactly. Per copy. And then moving on, finally it says nearly three thousand librarians, academics and students have now signed an open letter calling for a public investigation into unaffordable, unsustainable, and inaccessible academic ebook market.
0: That <sighs> is a joke. That is just it's it's insane that it's coming down, like it always comes down, right? And I've said it before, to the money, to the dollars. Mm-hmm. Right? Um Where We're putting uh, effectively a price tag on, on whether or not after you pay for school, right? Even if you're talking about private schools for grade school or college, after you pay for that, there is still a growing price tag for you to have access to the actual knowledge, right? So it's not just the school credits you pay for. Right, at least here in the states, you pay for college credits. It doesn't—that doesn't guarantee mm-hmm. you anything other than, uh, I, I suppose, a, a participation spot, you know, in school. But if you want access now to the actual knowledge, now you're faced with paying, you know, uh, 500% more, right? And it—and it's not because you—you you know, you choose not to go out, because you choose. Uh, to not go grab a paper uh, copy, it's because it's just not available, right? In many, in many instances, mm-hmm. it's just not available. It's it's in, it's insane. This price gouging is uh, something that should absolutely be investigated, right? Because that's that's the sad part, mm-hmm. by the way, also of humanity is that every single time there's some type of uh, of of need, right, uh, for the betterment of the people, there's always a corporation, a business that says. Money? Business opportunity? And listen, I'm mm-hmm. all, okay, for people that, that are with uh, the capitalist group and say, man, you know, that's really what moves the world. There is a balance, and I've said it before. There is a goddamn balance. And if you don't believe that there is, you're having to have a hard look in the mirror, right? I'm all for, for these companies making money because they're creating jobs, yada, 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 yada. Yes, I'm all for that. But when you're talking about an ebook being priced 500% more, And by the way, the average price of most books, right? Even, even, uh, college textbooks, right? Like the big, thick ones you're looking at anywhere between 50 to all the way to 200 bucks. So you add 500% more to that. It's make the make make the numbers. How insane is that? Yeah. Right. Um, it's, it's, it is infuriating, uh, because again, it's happening. It's happening all over the place. In fact, um, One of the things that I can mention as well is that it happens so often that teachers, to all my teachers out there, shout out to you, to all my educators, shout out to you, uh, that will go ahead and pay money out of their own pocket so that the students can have what they need because the schools won't pay for it, can't afford it, or whatever. Pick your, pick your poison, right? Uh, but the teachers will end up paying for it right um, which again it, it I know it's another topic, but is is insane, it's insane, mm-hmm. but anyways, uh let's move on to the next story, i suppose
1: sure, sure well, actually just uh just one last thing just for, whilst we finish this one offer uh, the u k as far as uh, universities go, um <clears throat> a lot of students get something called a student loan, so they're able to actually actually borrow money from the government to be able to you know pay for accommodation pay for uh, what what the student might need, and this has been going on for maybe the past twenty years or so. I think since uh, since uh, Blair, uh, Tony Blair was a uh, prime minister of the of the UK. He made university more accessible to people who didn't have access to it, which in some ways is is great, but in other ways, people argue that he devalued what a university degree is. Hmm. That's another st- that's another topic for another day. Anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But in the end, it seems that they found they're found trying to find a way in which they can still get money and taking on that very kind of privatized, very, um, I don't want to just say U.S., but that very continent of America style of privatized business. Let's try and make as much money out of these people as we can whilst we can and whilst they're still breathing. But anyway, that, that's the end of that story. I think let, let's let just knock that one on the head before we make this another hour episode.
0: Yeah, let's get more angry at the next headline.
1: Oh, this is a good one. So uh, when I was looking for this one, uh, this was a headline from Radio.com. And substitute teacher arrested for allegedly being drunk on the job in Michigan classroom. <sighs> okay. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, okay. Yeah, and this is this where we say they? They, they waste,
1: yeah.
0: So I was gonna say, this where we say in the first story, no, it was it's the it's the damn school system, right? I'm ready to I'm ready to uh, put them on the chopping block, and then we get to this headline, and then you wonder, or is it the teacher, or in this case even substitute teacher, right?
1: Well, I, I might have some points, but let's have a look at let's have a look at the headline, or let's have a look at the article, shall we? So, um, a substitute teacher filling in in a Lenawee County classroom was removed and then arrested for allegedly being drunk on the job. Staff at Blissfield Middle School dialed 911 at about 1.30 p.m. uh, Thursday to request help for the teacher. He reportedly was experiencing an alerted state of consciousness. At first, it was thought the teacher was experiencing a medical emergency. Then police arrived and they discovered the man was actually drunk. Okay, so obviously he was arrested um, for disorderly uh, for disorderly contact and in, um, public intoxication and was taken to county jail. So, yeah. So, meanwhile, the
0: superintendent assured parents that no students were harmed by the incident. The substitute was repeatedly being, uh, have been warned to never return to school. So this comes as Michigan school districts experience a patchwork of in-person and in-remote learning during the pandemic, while the governor urges them to all to them all to return to classroom by March 1st. The governor has also authorized $500 in hazard pay for each Michigan teacher who has worked during the coronavirus. So this is man, this drives me off the wall. It, a lot of people might not understand how difficult it is for a teacher to consider going back into a classroom, right? Even though, uh, as I said before, I'll listen to other people's shows and podcasts like TYT or Ben Shapiro. Uh, one of the things that recently Ben Shapiro himself said, which, uh, you know, I, I could not, I you know, I, well, I guess I could believe, but uh, it really disappointed me is that, you know, he downplays of, oh, you know, Children need to go back to school. They're the lesser uh, affected by the pandemic. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I wish I could be in front of him and tell him to shut the <laughs> up. Because he has no clue how many of these students um, that might transmit the virus, they might be fine, right? But the problem is that schools have a high number of teachers that are over the age of 50. And older, by the way, much older. Either because they refuse to... to Uh, retire because you know they they love teaching that's you know that's their call or because they have to work because well you know society (laughs) and how uh crazy uh the the economic divide is right even among the elderly whatever the reason there's a lot of elderly working still and those are the vulnerable right that are teachers that can get the disease um unfortunately carried by little timmy even though little timmy is experiencing almost no symptoms and then that's it. We have other people within the school system, right? People that work in the cafeteria, people that work cleaning the schools, right? Um, that are not typically the youngest in, in our society, right? So for that matter, it's like, what are you f- talking about when you tell me that, oh, schools are the least worry. Well, you have no effing clue. Just because your kids... Uh, are not in that group, right? Of that high percentage um, uh, contraction rate or mortality mortality rate, doesn't mean that the educators that might you know catch some of that. Not to mention, by the way, there are a ton of students nowadays with pre-existing conditions, right? Uh, anything from asthma all the way to to some more serious diseases that if they contract the virus, it could also be deadly. So, no, right? To the to the people like Ben Shapiro out there, no schools are not the safest to continue in-person learning. Now, the other side, by the way, of this problem um, is st- uh, people that can't imagine how tough it is for you to be able to teach children in person here, like physically in the same room as I am, and then having cameras and then screens way over here. There are people that if I put grown people, and I, this is not a theory, I've done it. Where I have put grown individuals, various individuals, I don't want anybody tell me oh well, maybe that person was dumb. Stop it. Various individuals in working training environments, you know we're talking about people 20 plus years that will have to teach a couple people in person and then another group or another group on camera, just different areas of focus and they'll crash. They'll want to break. They can do it. It's hard. People that they're allegedly teaching or instructing don't really get all the message, right? Because they're all divided. Now imagine the same scenario with children, with people, you know, little, little kids, right? Little ones in the ages, you know, uh, uh, between five and all the way up to, I don't know, even teenagers, which by the way, arguably get worse. They don't get better, right? Um, When it comes to paying attention when it comes to actually doing their schoolwork, when you compare, you you know, a little little kid in elementary school to maybe like a teenager in high school, right? Now imagine having people there and on the camera and you're answering questions here and you're answering questions there. Every single time people have, I have spoken with people about the scenario and it's like they have all the solutions in their mind, right? It's like, well, put the camera in front of them and then a little screen here and then, you you know, everybody in the background, it's like you're talking at the same time. You have no effing clue. You're just whipping that shit out of your butt because you think that in your mind, in theory, it works fantastic. But you have no clue how frustrating that can be, right? For you as the instructor to have to answer questions here and then read something, grab onto something, you know, your you know, deal with all the technical aspects. And then plus, okay, now you're walking around talking to all the rest of the students, right? It's 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 infuriating because you do have governors like the governor here in Michigan that are all the way to the top, right? As most administrators are, and they're just spitting, you know, spitballing effing ideas and they have no in classroom, no real in real life experience of how to deal with this. They're just like, Oh, well just try this. Oh, how about try this? It's just like throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks. Right? It's like when you grab spaghetti and you're like, Oh, most of it fell, but that one stuck. I wonder how that one stuck, you know, and, 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 and side note, I know that I have, I have seen comments online where, where there will be like this, um, very tech savvy, maybe very, I don't know, a very highly intelligent individual that comes up with this master plan and has, you know, even, I have even seen people say, well, I've tried it in practice and it works great. I managed to do it. You know how easy that would be, right? To say, if an example, Einstein probably felt the same way and say I don't understand. Why aren't all you guys as smart as me. I did it. You know, I invented this. Or Benjamin Franklin. I don't understand. Why is mad? why is people different? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because we're human. Right? And it's and it's in it's it's really like I told you guys at the beginning, you know, I hate to be all animated here, but it gets me going. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. while all these adults are f- yelling at each other and arguing and having their, you know, different points of views and, and, and arguing with what works best, you know, who's being affected in all this, Josh? The f- kids, man. The kids, dude. Exactly. Right. And it's like, people care about the ones and zeros. People care about what they, they prove right. Because, you know, their cojones are like, I'm right. And this worked. All that matters to them. And it's like the last thing that matters is the actual children
1: well exactly i mean that that, that's always like the cookie cutter thing of like this is easier it's it's far more financially viable and so this is the easiest thing to do cookie cutter cookie cutter (laughs) and i tell you what that does not work when it comes to educating kids i've actually been a teacher for english like in i think it was maybe like two years ago i was teaching english and actually that kind of just shows you know in the in the continent of america because i'm living here in mexico i was an english teacher i have no accreditation. I, I, I could have been the guy just asked me, like, do you want to, I mean, the only thing that I have is I actually speak English, obviously. Right. But the thing is he did no background check on me. He did absolutely nothing on me. I obviously I'm not, but I could have been like, you know, a serial killer or something right. like that. He just got me off the street and he was just like, you know, I'll teach, go on English, do, do English, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it, it and that kind of, that, that has actually seeped down from the States. And now what you're saying here is it's not just the black and white situation of this works, this doesn't it's every person is different. I think all of us, if you are sane and living in the real world will realize not everyone is the same. Not everyone learns the same. Everyone has their own velocity of how they pick up things. Everyone, Some people might be more visual learners. Some people might learn better just from numbers. Some people like to read. Some people don't. That's fine. It doesn't mean that they're dumb just because they they don't like to read or can't read. It's just that they learn in a different way than every other person. And now let's go back to what the actual article is here. So let's look at why this teacher actually got drunk in a classroom. Well, I'm going to stick up for the teacher a little bit here. And here's why. Is it right that he went to the school drunk? Absolutely. But not. But I can understand why someone might do this. You're living in a global pandemic. You might not have much money. You might not have been working for six months, seven months, eight months, maybe even a year by now. Well, no, not quite a year yet. Or I don't know, maybe he lost his job in January. Who knows? Anyway, he's not been working for a long time. He might have got COVID. He might be depressed. He might be struggling for money at his last on his last legs you know of his mental health and his way of coping with it is getting drunk i'm not i'm not going to demonize it but at the same time i'm not going to condone it i'm just trying to understand be empathetic because this guy might be on his last legs and just that that was the moment when he broke that was the moment he was like you know f my life I'm just going to get drunk is the only thing that gets me through the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it, you know what, man? I, uh, as much as I, I am a big, um, I, at least personally speaking, I consider myself Mm -hmm. one to really watch out for, for children. Of course. Um, I've, I've had countless episodes where I speak about, you know, the stupidity of grownups. I will say that in this particular instance, I'm very happy. First of all, by the way, um, to hear that, you know, it wouldn't go beyond, him just getting drunk and, you know, basically being uh, arrested. But I will agree and say that I do consider those things as well. Right. Uh, Like I've always said, I I very much Mm -hmm. like to be um, a person that sees both sides, right. Of the problem. And yes, we can all acknowledge um, at his face value that it is horrible that he went drunk to school or that he even drunk at school. Mm -hmm. I don't know the actual, you know, minute details of everything, but in, in, The other side of of things, it's, it is, it is very sad, you know, to see that potentially this man is going through something that, that is beyond what he feels he can handle, um, and Mm -hmm. opted to, to drink. Right. Um, especially, you know, when dealing with, with, with children, right. Even if, I don't know if this is an elementary or high school, middle school, but it doesn't matter. I mean, they're still children and, we need to start seeing, you know, those things, us as a society, right? Why are people opting to go down that path, to go down that road? Um, I think there's going to be more people, you know, specifically we we focus here and we keep the focus in the school system that uh, might opt for that, right? Because of the pressures, you know, and, and that's something that I think as a society, even for those of you guys watching right now that don't have any children, to really, you know, uh, pay attention to, you know, because either you might have children in the future or you might know some, someone that has children and it does matter, right? I think anybody watching this probably has have some uh, pretty effed up stories of teachers sleeping in the ca- classroom, you know, because maybe they had two jobs that were too old um, or, or teachers that, you know, unfortunately were always upset, always angry, um, teachers that were always late. Teachers that, you know, were always out and talk, substitute teachers were always, you know, uh, you know, and giving the instruction. And that's why they didn't learn as much. I mean, again, I've spoken to countless people, um, not just from my city, from many different places. And they'll say, yeah, man, I, I actually had this teacher that did this. I had the teacher that did that. And it's very sad, you know, because it just, it's getting worse. It's not getting mm-hmm. better. Like I said, I just interviewed someone that quit. That was like essentially this is this is who this is, this is screw screw this basically I'm out, you know. And again, it's worrisome because well, who's going to educate our leaders of tomorrow? I'll leave I'll leave anybody watching this with this right. Leave in the comments down below if, if you have a better alternative or a solution. But think about it, who is going to you know really educate the leaders of tomorrow? And I don't think uh, I hope nobody here plans on only living for the next couple of years, right? Uh, many of you, hopefully for, for many, many more decades to come. And with that said, you know, uh, you're going to be involved, you know, you're going to be impacted to a certain degree uh, with many children that are in school today that one day, one day might be servicing you in some way or another, right? Professionally. And it's like, pfft, man, who educated you? Who was your teacher? Who was your parents? You know, damn. Um, it's just, you know, those, those uh, things to think about. Right um you know at least at least from my point of view
1: for sure for sure i mean yeah it just looks like a case of a lot of teachers are being underpaid overworked and and i think that's just what it comes down to i mean with everything with the pandemic and all that kind of stuff going on it's it seems that education is not that important and maybe that's why they're raising the price of ebooks who knows yeah yeah they've got to make money somehow huh money
0: um, yeah well I think that
1: uh I think that's it for today Josh Yeah that's it that's it for us.
0: All right all right ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for watching uh, we really appreciate it if you hit that like button ring the the notification you know click the subscription bell or whatever one you want to do first I'm okay with it as well I'll take it I'll take it all in addition if you want to join the channel uh, I would even appreciate it even more you want your name up there right there. Join that, join the channel, become a member, and I will put your name right there as a sponsor. You let me know what font you want me to use. Uh, Anyways, that's it for today. Hope you enjoy, and until next time, see ya.